Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation on Twitter at Business Bros Pod and visit our website www.csfirst.com. That's S I A S F I R S T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to take action to help others make more money? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Remember, if success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. Boom. So we want to give Twitter shout outs first of all, because, you know, we love showing some Twitter love. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. iTunes love. iTunes, Twitter. We love all the love. We love all the love. But let's shoot. Uh, let's go with some uh, iTunes love. So we got, uh, I'm going to embarrass them. Uh, it's going to be Pokemon Master Sonic. I, I announced it because uh, this is one of my students. Right. And I was like, who is this person? He was like, uh, he came up to me after class. Uh, Mr. Shia says, that's, that's me. That's me. That's me. me, But I, I, I made that name like in fifth grade. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I was like, dude, it's still a cool name. All right. I won't say his name. But Pokemon Master Sonic. It's like, it's like you're taking all the best from Nintendo and Sega. Yeah, dude. It's all great. Right. Pokemon's Nintendo, right? Yeah. Pokemon. I'm sure it's everywhere. It's, it's everything. Anyways, he said, uh, in this world, you need money to work for you. Uh, not the individual to work for money, and that's how you become rich and successful. And through these podcasts, you can learn many vital steps in order to achieve that goal. Spoken like a more adult individual instead of a Pokemon Master Sonic, right? <laughs> <laughs> but still, thank you for the love. I mean, we appreciate that for sure. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing to get reviews, and thank you very much. How about the next one? Goes out to Paulina. Paulina got some Twitter love last time because she's always giving us hearts on Twitter. And she gave us a nice tunes review, so she's got to get double the love in two episodes. Double the love. Double the love. She said, I like how you add the stats on how much money you'll earn depending on the education experience. So she's talking about the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Show notes are important. They got a little extra information, right? She says, a question I have is, what if you, uh, what if you do want to go to college and get a degree, but you have zero clue what to major in? Uh, what do you do then? Overall, interesting and helpful information that is needed for young adults. More young adults need to be exposed to this. Oh, that's I think, an interesting question. I was going to say, I think more adult, more young adults need to realize that there are other options. For shizzle. Oh, sorry. Oh, a little bit of interruption there. Sorry. And anyway, so um, Paulina, what do you do if you have no clue what to major in? I suggest you go to junior college. If you're going to go after the degree program, start at the junior college level, and then you don't have to really worry about what it is that you are going to do because you're taking all the undergraduate stuff anyways, and you can kind of test the waters on different areas. And then once you figure out what it is you want to do, you're set. 
Now you can go to a university level. Now you can take the upper division courses and you know exactly what it is you want to do. But when you're young, I suggest you test the waters. You try out all kinds of things. Anything you feel like doing, like you think you might be interested in, give it a shot. Because what you don't want to do is have regret later on that, damn, I wish I would have tried that. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have tried that. If you would have just gone out and done it and give it a shot, you can figure out, yeah, this is for me or no, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, then there, then again, there are some things that you're just never going to want to do, right? Like me personally, I'm never going to jump off a plane. <laughs> it's just hey, come on now. That was fun. I'm not going to jump out of a plane. It's just not for me, right? I know what it is I don't want to do. And that's one of the things I just don't want to do. But, uh, James, on the other hand, he'll definitely jump out of a plane. So he's, he wanted to try it. He'll do it again. He'll do all kinds of crazy stuff like that, but it's just not for me. And that's the thing you got to figure out what it is for you, right? Whatever it is you're going to try, you're going to try it a couple times. You're going to try a bunch of different things. And some of the stuff you're going to like, some of the stuff you're not going to like, but you're going to have the experience from the things you did try. And you're going to take that experience and make whatever it is that you do do that much better. So I'm tripping out here because this week, today, we have video cameras on us. Yeah. And you're actually talking to the video camera. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here staring at my screen like I normally do. And then I look up and I'm like, oh, oh there's, there's a, a camera, camera there. <laughs> I should probably be talking to the camera too. So in that... um in that in that vein of thinking uh paulina also to answer your question remember that hernan and i we did not go to college well actually hernan did go to college uh straight out of high school i didn't i took four years off uh went into the military took another eight years and then finally 12 years after high school i finally decided to go to college and honestly best thing i could have done for me and i think that that's an important thing to realize is just because you don't know exactly what you want to do doesn't mean that college just isn't for you it just might not be for you right now if you want to pursue college if you want to pursue uh and 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 continue your education then by by all means absolutely go ahead and do so uh definitely recommend the the junior colleges because if you're going straight into a university four-year university where you're going to go into a bunch of student debt and you don't know what you're doing Personally, I think you're wasting your time and getting into a bunch of debt that you don't necessarily need to get into just yet. If you jump in there from uh, from the junior college, then you're not getting yourself into as much debt right away, right offhand, and you have a little bit more time to really decide what it is that you want to do. And that's an important thing. When you're going to college, when you're figuring out you know, your path in life, if you don't have a path, if you don't have a plan, you're just going to float around and wind up shipwrecked. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, it really comes down to, to the money thing, right? When I was going to college, it was okay to go to college. It was very inexpensive for me to go and figure it out. But today, with the cost of college, for you to go and figure it out at that level, it's an ex- very expensive cost right if if it was me i'd rather you spend that money i don't know traveling and trying different places and trying different avenues of life and maybe donating your time to this organization or trying to build a company in this area whatever it is that you want to do but you're going to spend the same amount of money figuring it out at least when you're figuring it out on other things you have different options so you kind of got to use your brain on that one a little bit yeah life experience is a very very valuable teacher and when you're out there traveling the world or doing these other things you definitely Definitely, will see the world from a different per- different perspective and get a better idea of what it is that you really want to do. Cool. Business bros, two cents, right? Bada bing, bada boom. Sweet. All right. So thank you again for the iTunes reviews. Very much appreciate it. Our Twitter following has also been increasing. Um, and, what, you know, tomorrow it's at the Rev uh, 1736. What's his name? At the Rev 1736. That I'm is correct. I'm pretty sure that was it, right? Yep. Uh, no, 1376. Oh, 1376. Sorry, dude. Damn. 
Man. All right. Well, anyways, we have an interview with him, and that'll be on the podcast for tomorrow. So that's going to be kind of cool. Uh, it's not going to be a YouTube one, I don't think, because we well, he's not live. He's in uh, New Hampshire, Connecticut. So uh, we'll see how we post this one. Actually, you know what? We might post this one on YouTube because I think we use a WebEx, and we can we can webcam that way. There you go. So boom there's our twitter love if you guys ever have any questions like paulina or interactions like uh like the rev does you know shoot us up you know hit us hit us and uh, shoot, shoot us up shoot like us heroin up. yeah no not like heroin Sorry, not like <laughs> shoot us an email or hit us up i said i was trying to do two things at once yeah. shoot us an email or hit us up we'd love to chat with you answer your questions and you know hop on the show be on the show it's fun to be uh on a podcast every once in a while let's jump into today's uh episode so what are we talking about today ham Today is all about recruiting the right employee. Cool. Recruiting the right employee. You know, part of building a business is eventually hiring people. Mm. And I'll be honest, hiring people is one of the most difficult things to do. Right? It is, because, definitely. Because you have this bus, right? If you if you use the analogy of your company as a vehicle, right, to get you to where you want to go. So let's say you have a bus. It's really easy to get people to get on the bus. But to get the right people to get on the bus is tough. And then to get the right people to get in the right seats is tough, right? Because otherwise, you're just going to have a bus full of people going crazy and you're never going to get to where you want to go. I mean, that's a weird analogy, I guess. But, a little bit. But, I mean, that, that's... Well, that's, let's let's try something a little bit more um, experiential, I guess. Uh, let's talk about a ship, right? You, you have a ship and you have all these different uh, divisions and, and, and departments that need to be actively working the right way. So you have your navigation, you have all your people that are uh, making sure that you're headed in the right direction, not going to run into any storms, and you got your engineering crew making sure that all of the engine and everything down there keeps on running. And if you're talking about maybe something like a cruise ship, then you have all the people that are taking care of all the customers, you have the janitorial, you have the people that are cooking, you have all these different departments and all these different things, and each one needs to have the right set of people in line. You know what? The ship makes total sense, especially being a Navy guy. In the Navy. <laughs> All right. So how do you get, how do you recruit the right people? I mean, what do you need to do? What are you looking for in a in an employee to get you to where you want to be so that they're the right people in the right departments? Well, luckily, there is a whole ton of research that has been done, uh, but we just decided to pick one particular article from a, what I would consider a trusted source. Right? Forbes. Forbes. Yeah, yeah, I think they're pretty well trusted. So they said they provided six tips, right? Six tips for hiring the right employee. So number one on this list, look for someone with a commitment to their career. Now I'm just going to read this really quick. A person committed to his or her career is the candidate that you want to hire. You don't want to hire an employee who switches careers or jobs frequently just to get a higher salary. If a candidate is not loyal to any company, hiring this person could definitely definitely be a problem for your business. All right. What do you think about that? Well, two perspectives. One, of course, if you're a company, you want somebody who's going to be loyal to your brand or loyal to your company. So you want somebody who's going to go out and be as passionate about what it is that you do um, as you are, right? Right. So yeah, of course you want to find someone with commitment to your to their career. However, you got to flip the tables and look at it from their perspective. In my opinion, right? If you want somebody to be as passionate about their career as you are about the company, then you need to provide an environment or or a business that projects that. You got to put them in a position where they want to project 
that kind of loyalty. You got to put them in a in a position where salary is not really their biggest issue. Even though uh, you know I strongly believe it's not your boss's job to make you rich, right? You still got to be able to have a something there where you're they're incentivized to mm-hmm. want to grow with the company, right? So. Yeah. On the other hand, you also, when you're looking at a resume, if they're jumping from job to job to job, there's definitely a pattern that they have Mm -hmm. that is not a loyalty pattern. And well, if you're looking for someone who's long term, then for sure, that's probably not, you know, that's probably a pattern that you're going to see. And what makes you think that when you hire them, your company is going to be any different. Right, they're, right. they're going to be happy for a week or two and then look start looking for something else. So I would say that there are, you know, like you said, there, there are different ways to look at it. And it also depends on the type of business that you're in, mm-hmm. right? If you own a, a pizza restaurant, right, and you're looking for delivery drivers, you can pretty much hire anybody. It's not a big deal whether or not they're committed to their career. They're going to be delivery pizza drivers, li- delivery yeah. drivers you're right? You have high turnover in that type of company. Exactly. You know, if you run a convenience store, same thing. You're looking for somebody that's just there to fit the bill, yeah. right? There to <laughs> I think of the movie Clerks. Not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> you know, you're not looking for somebody who's who's necessarily hardcore driven and and trying to build a career. But most of us most of the people that listen to this podcast are people who are building businesses in a more professional industry, right? We're talking real estate agents and insurance agents. So those are probably our two biggest listeners. So when you're bringing somebody to the table that wants to be part of your brokerage, you're definitely looking for someone who has a commitment to their career, somebody who wants to be part of your business, somebody who's going to understand the struggles. And, you know, a lot of our listeners are going to be small business owners. That's true. So you have to have you have to be working with somebody who understands that small business owners have a lot of things that they need to cover, a lot of things that they need to do, and they need to be willing participants and, you know, dedicated to making sure that the entire business grows as a team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure because I mean, they they want to you want to hire somebody who's willing to learn and grow with that company because small businesses are usually just you know one individual one agent that's trying to grow one broker that's trying to grow if they maybe have a team they maybe have a couple different uh people working for them Mm -hmm. you know very few brokerages are huge and enormous where they have a lot of staffing type things it's very very rare that those types of uh companies exist in the real estate world most of them are small and individual Mm -hmm. right same thing with the insurance company they're small so when you do come on you're not coming on for a multi-million dollar corporation that you're working for this is something that you're going to learn and grow over time Mm -hmm. i I agree with that and and even some of the companies that are huge you know think of the keller williams and the farmers and state farms of the world right each one of those offices is still owned by a person. Right. They're still smaller, individually owned. Op- the conglomerate itself is huge, mm-hmm. but the individual office you might be working for is still small business. Right. So you got to think about, you know, where are you on this corporate ladder, so to speak? And there are some companies that, you know, I think of uh, Netflix as well. Netflix is, is, is an amazing story if you haven't read much about it. Uh, I really love the way that they built um their 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 business i really love the way that they built their their personnel if you will uh there's a couple of things that i read about it where they never they never required their employees to um what what, what is the word i'm looking for their their vacation times weren't limited that's what i wanted to say their vacation times weren't limited so uh people can take whatever amount of vacation that they feel is necessary for their work but they're held personally 
accountable and personally responsible. So these projects need to get done. And if these people are taking so much vacation time that these projects aren't getting done, they're not the right fit. They're not the right fit. Yeah. Well, especially today in the age of everything's mobile, right? You can work from pretty much everywhere. Yeah. And Netflix, Facebook, these types of tech companies are are coding jobs for the most part. A so lot when of they're times. doing a lot of different coding, it doesn't matter where you're at. So I can see how that works. But, you know, in, in when we're talking about real estate and insurance, oftentimes that is an office-based position. You need to be somewhere answering the phone. And but but with stuff changing, I mean, even then you can hire a secretary that doesn't have to come into the office as long as the work is getting done that needs to be done. Right. It's a little bit more difficult to manage, but then that's why hiring the right individual for that job is that much more important. Yep. Right? Because, I mean, holding having a brick and mortar is expensive. It is. Right? I mean, that's overhead for a lease, for, you know, ha- having all these, you know, things going on. But, but hiring the wrong person can also be expensive. Definitely. Definitely right. can. Let's move on to the next point they have here. Test for excellence, learning, and analytical skills. Test for excellent and learning and analytical skills. Oh. Wow. Try and say that all 10 times fast, huh? Yeah. All right. Let's see. What does it say here? Try to use different methodologies to assess the learning and analytical skills. You know what? I'm not even going to read the rest of that. That's, this one's a tough one. Because you know what it is? is how, how well do you understand your business? That's the tricky part right there. Because you're oftentimes when when we when I when I see people who are gonna hire somebody, it's because you know what, I'm tired of doing this, I'm gonna hire somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. But you've never actually sat down to break down that activity, put it in a systemized you know, systemized uh, process so that when you do hire somebody on, they can actually do the work you're expecting them to do. Right. Because oftentimes you might be hiring a good quality person. But the manager that hired them or the, the, the business owner that hired them is a horrible manager, a horrible uh, you know, person who, who doesn't have that system in place. So the person coming on is trying to pull things out of the air to make things work. And of course, it doesn't meet the needs that the owner is looking for because the needs are only in their head, not actually in a system in place. Right. Not on paper. So basically, somebody who is looking to hire an employee might benefit from somebody uh, coaching them through a little process on how to uh, determine what those different skills may be and, and uh, you know, help to put a system down on paper so that when they're looking for somebody and they're looking for those particular skills, they know exactly what it is that they're looking for. Because once you are ready to hire, it means there's a process that somebody's going to come in and they're going to just be implemented into this system, mm-hmm. right? They're going to come in and they're going to they're going to fill the mold and they're going to continue to do what you were already doing before. So you can not have to worry about that one pr- process and you can focus your attention on some other process that you need to systematize. Mm-hmm. And once that thing's ready to go, then you can hire somebody in to have that piece off and rolling. Right. right. And now these two pieces are working together. You can focus your attention on the third process that you're working on. And that's that's the systematic way that you want to grow. Just because you don't want to do a particular job anymore doesn't mean that that's the time that you need to bring something on or or even worse when they bring somebody on to like talk to clients, for example, when that's like the number one thing that you should be doing as a business yep. owner. Right. They try to avoid the things that make them uncomfortable. Well, which parts of your business are the dollar productive and which ones are the the mundane little uh, paperwork processing stuff? What stuff can you delegate? What stuff should you delegate? And what stuff can't you delegate? And what stuff should you be focusing your attention on? Very well said. Very well said. So um, 
I guess kind of looking here at our our testing for learning and and analytical skills. I think what what one of the things that we need to look at is how adaptable are these employees going to be? How well can they problem solve? Yeah. Right. Because somebody that you're bringing on, especially when you're a small business owner, needs to understand that they're there to help you solve problems. Right. right? And if they're not able to work, you know, outside of a very regimented uh, set of rules or set of, of, of processes, if they're not uh, able to adapt and and bring new ideas to the table, that might not be somebody that you want to bring on yeah. board yeah that's that's definitely true that's definitely true i mean but again are you build? are you bringing someone in who you're going to implement you're going to put them into a system or are you going to bring someone in who's going to help you build a system because those are two completely different that's people true. right i mean one person is like are you bringing someone in and plugging them into a mcdonald's right mm-hmm. that person doesn't have to have as great a skill the the testing for excellence and analytical skills is going to be very low for that can you push supersize button can you process you know can you when the light turns on flip burger like i don't i don't the, think they use that term supersize anymore right but yeah but, but you know that's what i'm saying right the 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 skills the analytical skills when the system is perfected mm-hmm. is very minimal true but when you don't have a system in place and you are bringing somebody in then they're they're excellent uh then they have to have excellent learning and analytical skills because they have to take something that's broad and break it down into individual steps Right, right, right. And so that person is much more valuable, in my opinion. Absolutely. That person needs to have much more skills, in my opinion. Those are the people that you really got to assess. You can't just bring anybody off the street and assume that they have the skills necessary to build something in that you're trying to build. And I actually love the way that this is all tying together because someone who's committed to their career, somebody who's committed uh, to your company, right, and they have those types of skills, they can really help your company grow. Right. They really, really can. If you if you are looking for somebody to help you put these things together to build that system to create those processes, uh, having somebody who's committed and and loyal, those are things that are really going to be invaluable. And then the third, the third tip that they have here is to check compatibility. And like I said, I love the way that this is all tying in because the first is committed to being a part of your company. The second is making sure that they have the skills to be a part of the company. The third is checking that compatibility. Do they get along with your other employees? Do they fit into your company culture? Right. I mean, you have a way of doing things, right? If it's a bunch of dudes working on some welding equipment, the culture in there is going to be different than uh, a, a you know a full staff of office clerks, right? It's sure. just completely different culture. So mm-hmm. whoever you're bringing into your into your environment, are they going to fit? Are they going to, are they going to, you know, smoothly integrate? Are they the type of person that's just built for that culture in your mm-hmm. business? And mm-hmm. that makes a huge difference, right? Uh, one of the things I saw was Dave Ramsey. He suggested that, you know, when you're bringing somebody on, I think he was more on a higher level here, but, uh, you know, like a more of an executive type thing or somebody, you know, of the higher uh, excellent learning and anal- analytical skills, right? Mm-hmm. When you're bringing one of those on, um, he says you should have dinner with them, them and their spouse. And the reason why you do that is because nothing comes out better than when you are having dinner with somebody and there's no real, uh, you know, structure to it. You're just going to go and see, hey, do we get along? Yeah. Right? Are you a cool person? <laughs> we only want to work with cool people. We only want to work with cool people. Right? But really, that's what it comes down to. And he says you should always have dinner with the person you're going to hire and their spouse. 
because there's something to be said about people's outside worlds, right? Mm-hmm. So if you understand what's going on outside of the of the workplace, if you understand that their family is a good unit, that these are good people, that they're, str- they're struggling and trying to be to better themselves, that's probably the type of person you want to bring in. Mm-hmm. But if they are having major drama outside the office, if they're you know if if you can clearly see that this relationship is not hitting in the right direction, that probably it's probably not somebody you want to bring in because the outside drama will bring will come into Absolutely, your inside yeah. uh, culture in your in your office space. So, you know, it's unfortunate, but the choices we make outside can really affect the choices you make inside. And mm-hmm. although you can't control what they're doing in their outside lives, you can't tell them to go find, you know, counseling or break up or whatever. That's none of your business. Mm-hmm. But what is your business is what happens inside. Absolutely. And you do have control over who you bring on board and who you don't bring on board. And, you know, sometimes we need to look beyond the resume and the little measures up front if you're bringing somebody of that high caliber to fill a very important position in your company. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And like you said, problems at home will spill into drama at work. I mean, if you if a person is having trouble, troubles at home, their, their mind is not going to be as fully focused on the work that needs to get done at the office. Absolutely. All right. Keep improving your hiring process is a fourth tip. Keep improving your hiring processes. One of the things that I love about our company is that one of our, um, one of our, what do they call it? Uh, it's 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 in our it's in our mission statement. It's in our code of ethics. It says that uh, we are dedicated to continual growth and learning. And I use this over and over and over again. So many different things that we do. Uh, dedication to continual growth and learning. This is true in all areas of our business including our hiring process. A dedication to continual growth and learning is vital because every time you go through the hiring process, every time you bring on somebody new, you are consistently learning and looking for those same set of skills from that last person and then some. Yeah, yeah. What went well in this onboarding process? What didn't go well in this onboarding process? How can I improve for the next one so that they don't have to go through that? And that's why our onboarding process has become so smooth. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why when when a pipeline agent comes on today is very different than when a pipeline agent came on two years ago. Oh, yeah. Right. Because today, I mean, there's everything in place. We know exactly when they come on, what training they've completed, what area in the in the cycle they are. We're basically graduating them all the way through until mm-hmm. they become, you know, fully functioning, high producing agents. Right. But we take them from from the cradle. <laughs> I don't want to say to the grave because we don't want to go that far. But from the cradle to success, right? Right. So so you just get a license. You want to come on board. You need. To, you don't know what to do. That's why pipeline insurance is there for you. We want to be there to to help you get to knowing. You just got your license. Great. You know insurance. Now you got to learn how to sell. So come on board. We'll bring you on. We'll help you. You know, learn the whole process. Go through the carriers. Do all everything that you need to do to provide the training that you need to be successful. Mm-hmm. And and and. That that's all part of getting better every single time. Because in my opinion, the hiring process doesn't end the moment you bring them aboard. No, definitely not. I mean, that's just the beginning part. That's and just that, the filtering. That's all part of the Entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club. Exactly. That's pretty much what we do every Monday on Motivational Mondays. And that's what we do You know, when we do all of the different trainings that we offer and everything that we got going on every day. You know, it's all about coaching. It's all about making sure that, you know, like you said, the hiring process doesn't stop. When they sign that contract and come on board, the hiring process continues all the way throughout. Exactly. All right. Number five, don't forget to hire interns, right? Interns are amazing. 
they they okay from both sides it's amazing from the business owner's point of view you get to test somebody and see if they're going to be the right fit before you actually bring in bring them on full salaried and long-term mm-hmm, mm-hmm. contracts right so it, it's it's a it's a trial period what's better than that i mean if i could test shoes or a car for a period of time before i bought it right that would be an awesome thing to figure out whether i liked it or not it works the same way for interns you can bring them on decide whether they're a good fit culturally or not whether they're a good worker or not whether they're analytical or not whether they work independent or not it's great and if you like them you bring them on long term interns is great too you get to come in and experience a company whether or not you even know you like this industry or not or what it is you want to do so it's a perfect fit in my opinion for both sides everybody wins when you have an internship yeah these are especially good for tech companies of course uh in fact i actually remember uh my first job out of high school was working at wells fargo but my second job started as an internship mm-hmm. i started working for uh microtron 2000 building computers building computers and i probably worked there for two or three months uh if that uh for as an intern i would go to my wells fargo job and after my wells fargo job i would go to that computer shop and build a bunch of computers and just sit there and learn and learn and learn and learn and and after a while i did end up getting that job yeah and you know definitely this is a, a great way to for the employee, right, the intern, to get to know the company and see if that's somewhere that they actually want to work, and for the employer to get to know that person and say, well, is this really somebody that we want to hire? And if either of you split, it's okay. No hard feelings. It was just an internship. It was a trial run. It was a trial run, so it's okay. I mean, I I think it's a win-win. All right, last little point here before we finish up. Get social with candidates. Get social. Now, we talked about taking them out to dinner, you know, with them and the spouse. This isn't what we mean by get social with the candidates uh, in this particular note. This is about looking at their social media. media. Look, we use social media all the time. I post all kinds of business bro stuff. I post all kinds of financial algebra stuff. I tweet on uh, on our at business bros pod to help do little coaching sessions on Twitter. I mean, everything we do on social media is directed towards trying to be of service to others because that's what we preach, right? We're trying to be of service to others. That's just the way we operate and we hope that we're projecting that to you guys so that you operate the same way. But if your social media feed is filled with all kinds of other things that are probably not conducive to the industry you're trying to get into man those things are public (laughs) right be careful what you post just be conscious of what you post everything we put out there is permanent this youtube video will be there forever so if the chargers because i'm wearing a charger hat if something ever goes wrong and you know they have a bad stigma and for whatever reason i'm branded as a charger fan for life and i get you know I don't know, burned at the stake for being a Charger fan. It's out there. It's out there. It's tough. Yep. It's just the way it is. No, and and, and it is out there forever. I mean, people dig things up. Uh, just yesterday, I was, I was just browsing Facebook or whatever it was, and somebody posts something about Le'Veon Bell, right? You know, right now we're in the middle of the uh, football season, and Le'Veon Bell at this point has until tomorrow – <laughs> as of as of today uh veterans day oh today's veterans day happy happy veterans day to all those veterans out there happy veterans um day. but yeah so Le'Veon bell has until tomorrow to report otherwise he doesn't play for the, for the rest of the season and this old old tweet of his 
surfaced that said something along the lines of anybody who sits out for a year uh, and is not injured and has no real reason to sit out doesn't really love the game. <laughs> hypocrisy goes so far, dude. His, his hypocrisy knows no bounds. So I'm just saying, you know, be careful what's out there on social media. Speaking of social media, make sure you do follow us on Twitter at uh, Business Bros Pod or on Facebook at CS First. Our CS First channel is the YouTube channel also, so you can check us out there and uh, live Facebook uh, coaching uh, at CS First. And again, if you do want a free coaching call, scroll down in the notes here and you're going to see the free coaching call. You have one for real estate agents and one for everybody else. So get on there, schedule a free coaching call. We'd love to hear from you and uh, answer any questions you might have. May, remember that in the month of November, five of you are going to get a one-on-one coaching call with the business bros, and then three of you are going to get to go to coaching lunch with us, and uh, we're rounding that bend here. So, uh, as always, uh, enjoy yourselves, be good out there, work hard, be of service to others, but that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. <laughs>